Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Lauren Richmond Sr., East Denver Bible Baptist Church. Welcome to our podcast, He Turned His Viewpoint, where we're going to be reading from 1 John chapter 3, beginning with verse 11 through 17, and we're talking about love and action. In verse number 11, for this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that you should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because of his own works, were evil." and his brothers righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. We know that we have passed from death into life, because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him. So as we're thinking about love and action, uh, it's we're talking about a message that was from the beginning. You know, if you're sitting down to watch a TV program or a ball game, uh, it sometimes can get, get disjointed if you start watching the movie late and you don't know what the who the main characters are and what's going on, what the background of the movie is when you start, or maybe watching a ball game, you pick up in the middle and you don't know. Uh, obviously, if you're watching the middle of a game, generally you have the score right there and you know what it is. You can look on the scoreboard, if, or if you're in the ballpark, you can see it that way. But if you didn't have the a benefit of those things, you would have no idea what had happened or how they got to that place, who started the game, who was pitching, who drove in the runs, who came up with the big plays in the field, and so forth. So we have a message about love and action here, and it says this is a message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. That's not a new message. That's an old message. We're constantly encouraged to love one another. In fact, we're, we're talking about uh, charity and love in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, and we see the importance of uh, you can you can give without loving, but you certainly cannot love without giving, and how important that is. And that's a message we know. We we need to invest ourselves, and we need to invest our uh, resources into the lives of others. So we should love one another. Now, we can see examples in the Bible of those who did not do that. We know Cain and Abel. We know the Bible says in verse number 12, Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. And you know, there can be this thing of enmity. There can be this thing of hatred. There can be this thought of, you know what, so-and-so is being treated better than me. Certainly we remember uh, back in the old days when I was growing up as a kid, there was this Mother's Brothers comedy show, and it was 
Tommy and Dick's mothers, and I don't begin to remember, uh, claim to remember who exactly, uh, did what and where, but I do remember, uh, the one brother used to say, you know, mom always liked you better than me. She always loved me, uh, lo- loved you more than me, and so forth, and certainly, uh, Cain, slew Abel because he was jealous of the fact that Abel was his sacrifice of the uh, lamb without blemish, without spot, was accepted while Cain tried to offer of the work of his hands, and that was rejected. And God came to Cain, came to Cain and said, listen, you need to make things right. You need to be willing to go back and offer the sacrifice properly. And you know what? Cain was jealous. So what did he decide to do? He decided to kill his own brother, Abel. So Cain was a wicked person. He had wicked works. He was evil. His brothers did things that were righteous. But guess what? Cain was uh, killed his brother, and then uh, he had to flee from the Lord. And he was always one in... Uh, running and always uh, worried about what might happen to him next because of his sin. And you know what? It's very interesting that he never complained and said, well, God, uh, I'm sorry for all these things. But rather he said, you know, why? I'm going to run and I'm going to have problems. People are going to try to kill me because it's going to be a mark on me. And uh, I don't have any way of getting away from all of this. He never said, you know, I'm sorry for I've sin, would you forgive me? Would you help me to get back on track? And never did that. You know, there were other people in the Bible. We think of the, uh, King David and his sin with the killing of Uriah and we the taking of Bathsheba. And yet he was willing to confess his sin. He was willing to make it right. We think of the time when he numbered the people when he wasn't supposed to do it. And yet God used him and helped him anyhow. And, uh, Cain could have had that happen too. But he wasn't willing, wasn't willing to do it. I'm thinking of people, uh, thinking of someone who might be going to prison and maybe for a long time. But you know what? God loves them just the same. God can use them. God can make something special out of their lives, even in a bad situation. We know it's happened over and over and over again. The Bible says, marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. You mean, why would someone hate me? I'm a Christian. I'm the one who's giving of myself. I'm one who's trying to help others. I'm trying to uh, model the life of the cross. I'm trying to live for my Savior. I'm trying to honor others. I'm trying to make a difference in this world. Well, don't be surprised that the world hates you because the world hated Jesus himself, so certainly they can hate you. The Bible says, we know that we have passed from death into life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. So we have passed from death into life. Why? Because we love the brethren. We love other Christians. You know, if you claim to be a Christian, you don't love your brother. How dwelleth the love of God in you? It doesn't seem possible. So many people claim something and they don't live it. But we can be sure of one thing, that the message of the cross, the uh, works that follow our faith, they show the world who we are and what we believe. So we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Now, we're just not talking about physical death. We're talking about spiritual death. Death, excuse me. 
Uh, you know, if you've uh, been born again, how many times will you die? You'll die once. But if you've been, excuse me, I didn't say that right. Yes, I did. If you're born again, you'll die once. But if you uh, have only been born once, you're going to die twice. That's not a good thing. The Bible says we know that we have passed from death into life, so we're going to get only going to have to die once. Why? Because we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And because we have, we love the brethren. The Bible says he that loveth not his brother abideth in death. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. Why? Because we hate our brother, because we have not have agreed to accept the gift of eternal life that was offered us through Jesus' death on the cross. So he that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Verse 15, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abideth in him. You see, uh, you have that attitude of hating others, and we that will take us to far, farther along than we want to go in the wrong direction. And uh, that hatred could lead to the sin of maybe taking the life of another person. And certainly God uses this example of saying, you know, hatred is as bad as murder. And uh, in our thinking of things, we're thinking, well, if the person didn't do anything, how could it be? Well, maybe that's hard to get a hold of, but the reality is we're heading wrong the, down the wrong path. We're going down the wrong road if we are to have that kind of a life of an attitude and action. So uh, you need to understand that. And uh, so that one who hateth his brother is a murderer, you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. We perceive the love of God because he laid down his life for us. We need to understand what Jesus Christ did by dying on that cross. And we have followed him, and we ought to be willing to lay down our lives for the brethren as well. In first John chapter excuse me, Romans chapter five, let me get there quickly. Romans chapter five and uh just want to share this here, Romans chapter five. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And there in uh Verse 6, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so Jesus Christ died on the cross in our place. And the Bible says, scarcely for a good man, some would even dare to die, but God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. And so we perceive the love of God. We're willing to lay down our lives for the brethren because he laid down his life for us. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeing, seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion, from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? 
So the world says, uh, look, you see, here's someone who comes to you and he's in need of food, and you say, God bless you, but we don't do anything to help that person. And we just say, uh, you know, I uh, hope everything God's be warmed and filled. But you know what? Sometimes God's asking us to be the person who will step in. And I don't do as good a job as I ought to in helping others. I try to, but there are times when I fall short. Or maybe there's some times when I'm just uh, too selfish and too think too uh, desiring of the things that I want instead of what that person needs. But the Bible says, Whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him. How dwelleth the love of God in him? Listen, I remember as a child, there was a young lady that lived on my street, and I was was in school with. And remember, you know, she said to me a few times, she said, you know, when you call yourself a Christian, Listen, we need to be willing to set a godly example. We don't want people to think that way of us. We don't want to be a distraction. We don't want to be someone who would keep another one from coming to Christ. Certainly Gandhi, and uh, when he was in India, and he visited the Christian church, and there he wasn't treated well. And when he left out, he ended up leading people into Hinduism instead. You know, there's going to be... Uh, well, not is going to be, there already has been, there's going to be someone who paid, uh, had the answer for that one day. And people who don't know God, people who won't live for God, people who won't serve him, they'll have to give an account one day. The Bible says, so then every one of us shall give account of ourselves to God. So we need to do the right thing. We need to honor him. We need to show love and action. And boy, without asking God for help, we don't know how to do that. Say, God, would you please help me to be a godly example? Would you help me to show love in action just like you did when you died on the cross, just like you did when you were willing to risk your life for others, just like Paul and many other disciples and apostles like him that were willing to lay down their life for others, God, so ought we ought to be that way. We need to show love in our action in our lives. God bless you and have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. 
Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.